Oh, we play on Primetime that week? <laughs> I didn't even know that. Amazon Prime. Oh, we play on Amazon Prime? <laughs> oh, that's going to be lit right there. I didn't even know that for real. But, yeah, we're looking forward to the, who we play? Bengals. Looking forward to the challenge. It's going to be fun, you know. And I can't wait to go against Eli Apple, man. I owe you, boy. I owe you. I'm here. The cheetah is here. That's it. This is interesting to see your daily sports podcast news, narratives, takes, and gambling. Tyreek Hill right there in his pit Viper sunglasses after a big win against the Buffalo Buffalo Bills. Calling out Eli Apple today. A little hungover Tuesday. I'm not actually hungover. It's like football hangover. Talk about some stuff. Be a nice quick episode. I've been taking up too much of your time lately. We're going to start right there with Tyreek Hill going against Eli Apple. Eli Apple, for some reason, is the guy that plays cornerback. He plays for the Bengals. And for some reason, everybody just thinks he sucks. Uh, Tyreek played okay in the AFC Championship last year, but Apple got the best of him. Eli Apple did drop what would have been a game-winning pick six in the AFC Championship, but it was later avenged by one of his teammates. So I'm sure that Tyreek's like, I owe you. Uh, Of course, he got just completely savagely taunted by someone in the Super Bowl. I forget, it was during the COVID year, that rookie, the Bucks and Chiefs had played. Tyreek Hill had thrown up the deuces in the regular season. And then during the Super Bowl, that guy made the deuces in his face when they were down by like 20. And now he's going up against Eli Apple, who he should roast. The Bengals are good. They're bad. They did get a win over the weekend. Okay, let's just take a look at what's going on around the sporting world. Controversial Wednesday coming up tomorrow. We've got Brittany Griner. We've got Chess. Maybe some Brett Favre stuff. People are super mad about Brett Favre. The biggest story that came out yesterday was Miles Garrett was in a car with a woman, I believe to be his significant other or something, and it rolled a couple times. Apparently, he had non-life-threatening injuries and went to the hospital, but they were both wearing their seatbelt, and it should be fine. He, I guess, the last I heard, he was, was released, was going to be released. Um... Today, maybe he already has been, it appears to be a situation that everyone is super chill about. It was a one-car accident, and apparently they're going to be fine. Non-life-threatening injuries. I wonder if he's going to play this week. I don't know who the Browns play, um, but I think it should be chill. Really scary tweet yesterday at 1, and there is like there's no information on anything other than he was in a car accident. I was like, guys, uh, let's figure this out. They play the Falcons in Atlanta. It would be smart for him to take the week off, and maybe he'll be fine. Who knows? Brian Robinson, the running back that got shot for the Washington Commanders, he was on the sidelines. Shouts to B-Rob for the Commandos. I'm going to call them the Commandos for the rest of the year, obviously. Obviously, I'm going to call them Commandos for the rest of the year. Yeah. Uh, other things going around in the sports world. Talk a little bit about college. Uh, some advanced analytics are breaking down the teams with the biggest disparity in offense versus defense, which I find to just be hysterical in terms of how good your offense is versus how bad your defense is or how bad your defense is versus how good your offense is. Um, So the number one defensive team in college football right now are the Tennessee Volunteers. They have the 95th best offense. Iowa, very similarly, has the sixth best defense in college football and the dead last Best offense. Maybe they should just punt. Muffed punts are probably more likely than an Iowa touchdown. They're not going to hit home runs. They just don't play correctly. A lot of teams seem to be significantly better at defense than offense. Which units are carrying one another? Miami, they're bad at offense and defense. I 
thought for sure I would see Notre Dame here, but I see that this is just an offensive thing. <laughs> uh, Ole Miss, too. I figured Ole Miss would be there, but they haven't really played anybody yet, I, I suppose. So let's check out a video of Brian Kelly dapping up one of his teammates or a booster or somebody. Look at him. Someone taught him how to dap, and that dap's a couple years old, um, but that is funny. Brian Kelly at LSU. They got a. They have a real game this weekend. I think they do. Uh, they were off last week, and I think they play an SEC team. Yeah, they play Auburn. That'll be a nice, easy peasy win. Second SEC win of the year for them. They have Tennessee coming to town next week. Love to see Brian Kelly just take one in the teeth. That would make me laugh. Other college football things happening. I think the most interesting thing to me is that nobody has separated themselves in any sort of meaningful way at college football in terms of the Heisman. Uh, in terms of who's good or bad, I don't, like this guy. I don't know. Bryce Young is the best college quarterback right now. Doesn't really have the same challenge in the SEC West as normal years. Usually the SEC West is super deep, but in actual, in terms of like actual honest teams that can beat Alabama, there are, is kind of only one, and I don't even think that's super possible. That one team would be Arkansas. I guess Ole Miss has a shot. Tennessee thinks they're going to get him this year. <laughs> they won't. I mean, I talk a lot of shit, and occasionally it blows up in my face, but like Tennessee over Alabama, they just, I think that the problem is that they just want it too bad. They absolutely just want it too bad, and, that, and that's part of the deal. Kirk Herbstreit got annoyed by a dog during the college game day pick'em segment. There he is, Smokey. And Kirk was like, get off the stage. Love Barstool Sports headline. ESPN hates dogs and scares Smokey off. The college game day set. Dogs are tough because you assume everybody likes them, and almost everybody does. But some people uh, don't love them, and other people are, ap- are, are, are actively like, hey, I, I, I don't want your dog here. And that's a fine opinion to have. Um, people are like that. The problem is that when you assume that people want your dog and that you don't have a dog. So I, I kind of vibe with, with Kirk Herbstreet on that one. That's just my personal opinion. Let's go to Kyler Murray, who uh, got his ass kicked and... Talk shit on a bunch of his receivers. So DeAndre Hopkins, who when healthy and not cheating, is a t- well actually when he is cheating and when he's not when he is cheating but not getting caught, he's a top five receiver in the NFL. However, he got caught recently and is thus uh, halfway through a six game suspension. The Cardinals, it looks like they lost AJ Green, who's a bit of a has been anyway. Other guys aren't getting open, so Kyler Murray kind of just talks shit on his receivers. Arizona seems to be such a shit show all of the time without anything really bad ever coming of it. Like you ever heard a coach in the preseason make their quarterback call the plays so that he understands how hard it is and then everybody just be Gucci? Like, yeah, that's fine. Like, there's no like, it's not like a controversy the way that other teams and organizations would have like a problem about things. Well, Kyler Murray uh, said this in a press conference. I told you, I told guys, you have to be awake when you play with me, no matter what the play is. I have free reign to do whatever. So when you sleep and you don't think you're getting the ball, you can't play like that. Everybody has to be head up, in game, locked in. We just have to be better. We will be, but it's frustrating when you lose. And if you felt like you could have played better in the game, I think what he's saying is that a lot of the guys with Arizona just like weren't paying attention when the ball should have been coming their way. And if you're not looking at the quarterbacks, they throw it's like, dude, this ain't college, man. Like I can throw to anybody anytime I want. I can change any play, which is true. And that's what you want your quarterback to be able to do is like whatever they want. You want your quarterback to be able to go to the line of scrimmage and change a play if they want to. That's what you want them to be able to do. All right, NFL Monday Night Football. Let's do a review. 
The most important thing that happened last night is that I needed 35 fantasy points to win my game, and I got 33, which was sick. Um, Cooper Rush, 21 completions for 31 attempts. That's 21 of 31, for those of you keeping track at home with numbers. 215 yards and a touchdown. Not good. Not bad for a for a guy. Remember, he didn't even make the team as the backup. They cut him, knew no one wanted him, and then signed him to the practice squad. And then they have to elevate him because Dak just had surgery. But he wasn't that good. Ezekiel Elliott, 4.9 rush, 4.9 yards per rush, 15 carries, 73 yards, one touchdown, reasonable game from, from Zeke. But Tony Pollard, 13 carries. It's two less. 28 more yards, I think. 13 for 105, average 8.1. He looked good. Saquon looks to be not quite all the way back, but pretty back. 14 carries, 81 yards. He had some wiggle to him that he hasn't had in a long time. Daniel Jones, 9 carries for 79 yards, but holy shit, he sucks. And uh, it looks like Sterling Shepard got hurt pretty bad in this game. The Giants are just doing their best, but that's their first loss of the season. Giants 2-1, Cowboys 2-1, Eagles 3-0, Commandos are 1-2. It's a good division. Uh, in terms of what I like from the game, I can tell you that uh, Micah Parsons pretty good. That Dallas defensive line is filthy. Filthy. Parsons, I think. Did he have a sack? I think he had a sack. He's got like six on the year, man, already. There's been three games. Armstrong got a sack. Trayvon Diggs got that pick at the end, which I don't really, whatever. Parsons did not get a sack, but there were some, I think like five, four or five sacks in the game, if I do remember right, a couple. And Daniel Jones is just an excellent scrambler. So, good-looking game. Uh, let's take a look at the lines for this week. In case you want to get in early, I should have got in early against Minnesota and Detroit. I did not. Uh, Detroit did cover 5.5. Dan Campbell, 3-0 and against the spread this year. In case you want to look into your picks, man, these are super, super good. Uh, I was, let's just take a look together, the couple of us, and, and then we'll, we'll get out of here with some baseball. Like I said, nice, easy, quick episode today. The thing that you got to be talking about, is what are the Giants going to do at quarterback? When is it time to cut Daniel Jones loose? Giants need a quarterback really badly. And there's not much you can do about that when you need one. I think that Jared Goff and Carson Wentz are significantly better. All right, let's just run it down. Thursday night football, Dolphins, Bengals. Uh, not interested in that. The Vikings and the Saints have a bunch of weird line stuff going on. I don't know why people love that game so much all the time. When the Vikings play the Saints, people just... Is it because of the Minnesota Miracle thing? I just... I don't know. I don't think it's going to be as entertaining this year. The biggest line of the weekend, the uh, Eagles are favored by six and a half over the Jags. This is Doug Peterson's return to Philadelphia, where he's going to have an enormous reception. The Lions are favored by six against the Seahawks at home. You can get that at minus five and a half at a couple of places, including DraftKings, but most places have it at six. Another big line over the weekend. Chargers are favored by seven over the Texans. I love the Texans. They're the Texans. They're the, this year's Lions last year where they're just going to cover a bunch of stuff. Packers are favored by five over the Patriots. I kind of like the Patriots in that game. I don't know why. Um, but other than that, everything else is within the uh, small two and a half, three range. Buffalo favored by four over the Rams. We'll talk about best bets moving forward. Aaron Judge, it looks like he's, I still think he's like a home run away from tying the uh, Roger Maris record. He's not going to do it. They have not. This is going to be so great. Who wants to listen to me do math? Okay. So Houston is the best team in Major League Baseball. I be, Do they have the best record? Oh, the Dodgers. God, they're always so good. This money ruins baseball. So Houston has 101 wins, 53 losses. That is 154 games. That means what? Eight games left for Houston. A couple games left for, for, 
for New York. 94 wins, 59 losses. Very good baseball team. The Orioles have essentially been eliminated. There's seven games back from the wild card right now. Toronto, Tampa, Seattle, Cleveland, New York, Houston, and in the National League, it is a much more tenuous situation. So the Dodgers, Mets, and Braves are in. St. Louis is still in a battle for the Central Division. Let me see, they have 536. Uh, they have about a five-game lead on Milwaukee. So still theoretically possible. St. Louis has... No, St. Louis has clinched. Okay, so the Dodgers-Mets, Cardinals-Braves are in. Then you've got a three-team race between Philadelphia, Milwaukee, and San Diego. And Philly has the spot right now, although they have lost two in a row and seven of their last ten. Uh, Milwaukee is six and four, and they're, you know, got a handful of games left. So Philly's... Coming in hot down the stretch, and I, over the weekend, the big story was the, for me, it was the cutting in to show Aaron Judge in his at-bats as he, quote, chased history, and I just didn't care. And then yesterday, I saw a tweet that I don't know why they're not doing cutaways for Aaron Judge's at-bats during the Cowboys game, because we know that Cowboys fans and Yankees fans are the same. And you either get that joke or you're down, but it is hilarious. We'll be back in better than ever tomorrow. Controversial Wednesday. Somebody remind me. Got uh, chess, more stuff. Uh, Brittany Griner. Maybe we'll check in with Brett Favre. There's plenty of stuff. I heard Edwards situation's getting weird. That guy should be super pissed and should absolutely sue Arizona State to the point that he owns it. Like, rate, review, subscribe. See you tomorrow.